William Byrne, my first husband, was a Marine pilot. His plane crashed into a foggy airfield near the U.S. Navy Air Station in Glenview, Illinois. He was killed. Before I married Bill, I wanted to become a doctor or a teacher. While I studied biology and chemistry in college, I had no idea someday I would be mayor of Chicago. But along comes 1979, one year after I lose my job as the City of Chicago Consumer Commissioner. That is a situation I will discuss some other time. I run for mayor of Chicago. While the city is crippled by one snowstorm after another, which actually helps me beat Mayor Michael Belandic and his grossly incompetent administration, I am elected mayor for one term, four years. During my only term as mayor, there is a huge public housing area in Chicago known as Cabrini Green. It is a monstrous multi-story disgrace plagued by fear, poverty, and violence. Years before it is called Cabrini Green, the place is known aptly as Little Hell. My grandfather lived there, an Irish immigrant poor as half a bushel of dirty, unpeeled potatoes. One afternoon, I see Cabrini through the window of my high-rise apartment. Earlier that day, Chicago police tell me a young girl has been raped there. I think, here I am, the mayor of Chicago. People live in Cabrini, the same place where my grandfather struggled with poverty. They matter. So my second husband, Jay, and I move into Cabrini to stop crime and inspire decency. While we live in Cabrini, when I walk around its premises, some people yell, hey, Jane Byrne, can you spare a quarter? Or burn, baby, burn, or white bitch. One day, somebody throws one bag full of human excrement at my head. Regardless, I know the mayor of Chicago lives in Cabrini. If only for a few weeks, good things will happen there. And they did. Furthermore, when I was mayor of Chicago, I steered the city through hot water. The transit workers strike, the teachers strike, the firefighters strike. I told Chicago police to stop gay hassle. I helped the city adopt public school desegregation without mandatory busing, which earned the approval of U.S. Department of Justice and U.S. District Court Judge Milton Shader. Yet. During 1983, when I ran for mayor again, Harold Washington beat me. During 1987, when I ran for mayor again, Harold Washington beat me. But soon after my second bid for re-election fails, Harold asked me to run for clerk of the circuit court so I can oppose another person who wants the job, an alderman on Chicago City Council named Eddie Berdoviak. Eddie is a popular representative for the 10th Ward, but Harold and Eddie never see eye to eye. Verdoliak is not good for Chicago, Harold tells me. You're the only one who can beat him. Soon after I declare my candidacy for the court, Eddie calls me. He says, Jane, when did I ever do or say anything against you? I reply, Eddie, yes, I helped you discourage Richie from building a new airport in the 10th Ward. I supported you for chair of the Cook County Democratic Party. But when push comes to shove, I serve the mayor of Chicago. 
When I refer to Richie, I am talking about the late Mayor Daly's oldest son. To continue, when George Dunn discovers I am running for the court, he goes ballistic. So George persuades Aurelia Buczynski to run against Eddie and me for the court. Aurelia looks half my age. She has brains, she has beauty too, like Jackie Onassis, which does not hurt her chances. Even better for Aurelia, her father is Roman Puczynski, a popular alderman for the 41st Ward. Aurelia beats Eddie and me for the court, which makes Roman very happy. Never mind Roman supported my successful run for mayor in 1979. Never mind Roman helped Verdoliak harass Mayor Washington during his first term. Less than one year before the court election, the day before Thanksgiving Day, Harold dies of a heart attack. God rest his soul. Eugene Sawyer from the second ward is mayor for a while. Later, go figure, Richie gets elected. 1991, I run for mayor one more time. I run against Richie, who beats me so bad the media is tempted to call me Jane Byrne, the former Chicago mayor, the has-been everybody wishes would go away, please. While I was mayor, I was human. I made mistakes. Before she left me, I argued with Elena Martinez, one of my most dedicated campaign workers. And the whole business between the Office of Municipal Investigations and Alderman Allen Streeter, probably it could have been handled better. I should have been more attentive to constituency potential. Harold was smart about that. Even so, nobody, and I mean nobody, ever got less than what they deserved over the long haul because of any association with me. Even Belandic, he did okay. Years after I beat him for mayor, he was elected Illinois Supreme Court Chief Justice, the job he was best qualified to do. To summarize, I ran for mayor four times. I win in 1979, lose in 1983, 1987, 1991. I run in 1988 for clerk of the Circuit Court of Cook County. I lose. However, through 12 years of my campaigns for public office, I receive a cumulative total of more than 1 million votes. During my time, the number of registered voters in Chicago totals 1 million. So I believe everybody in Chicago voted for me at least once. Future mayors, before you consider any action, ask the question, is it good for Chicago? Don't do anything more until you know the answer is yes. Chicago City Council includes 50 aldermen. You will always need support from 26 of 50 aldermen to make something happen. I died yesterday, November 14, 2014. It's okay. I know Chicago will always wake up in the morning and live another day. Chicago never accepts defeat. I look forward to meeting Bill, Jay, my family, Mayor Richard J. Daley, John F. Kennedy, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Rudy Lozano, 
Harold Washington, many more. Before I was buried, the undertaker draped the city flag of Chicago over my casket because I loved Chicago. That's it.